this hour. In fact, every minute of both hours of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is presented by your North Texas Ace Hardware dealers. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, here's Neil. Thank you, Stuby, and happy Easter, happy Passover, and happy Ramadan, as the three coincide with a rare occurrence. I hope you're having a happy weekend. I hope it's a great weekend. I hope you get a lot of gardening done this weekend. And uh, in the upcoming week, we are here to talk about the plants at your place. Pick up that phone, won't you please? Give us a call right now. Mike Bass is in the uh, in the other studio, and you can reach us right now. Toll-free number anywhere you can hear me. It's 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-KLIF. 5543. It's as simple as uh, dialing that number in, and Michael gets you screened and ready to go on the air, and we can talk about anything that deals with urban horticulture. I don't do chickens. Um, can't help you much with sheep and goats and pastures. My uh, specialty for 45 years has been urban horticulture. That would be lawns, landscapes, fruit, flower, and vegetable gardening, things of that sort. So let me have a chance to help you. I've taken about 450,000 calls in that time, questions in that time. And and uh, just when you think you've heard them all, you, you get a call, and it's something different. I had a call while I was off the air from a longtime friend and a fellow broadcaster with a question I'd never had before. And uh, that's what happens. I enjoy those very much because they're the ones that stretch your mind a little bit. We can all all use that. So we'll get the program underway in just a moment, but it's a toll-free call. Won't you please get involved? Call now. Let's fill up the phone lines. A lot of questions this time of year. Can I help you choose the best plants for your place? Can I help you get your lawn looking its very best? Things are really greening up in a hurry, or should be, 888 888- 787-KLIF-888-787-5543. We start with the SPCA of Texas Pet of the Week, and today's SPCA of Texas dog is Melina, M-E-L-I-N-A. Melina is an Australian cattle dog. She is certainly filled with energy. Melina is a bit over two years of age. She weighs in at 50 pounds. She's a beautiful dog with soft, brown, captivating eyes. It's the first thing you notice about her, those eyes. Oh, my goodness. The fur on her back matches her eyes in color, and she has a white speckled underbelly and paws. She loves attention. She's very affectionate with humans and loves to play. Her perfect forever home would do great to have a securely fenced yard to give her plenty of space for an occasional attack of the zoomies. (laughs) She also loves getting treats and is very appreciative of love. Now, some of these uh, shelter dogs just need to be loved, and that would be fun. Just to sit around, I spent about 30 or 40 minutes yesterday just uh, just petting and rubbing the ears of Zeus, our shelter dog, and just uh, telling him he is a great dog because he really is. Well, Melina would be best suited to a home where she is the only pet because of her energy level. It's also better that if she be in a home with children who are at least five years of age. If considering Melina for adoption, bring all your family members to meet Melina prior to bringing her home. That's always the best idea. She's available for the Foster to Adopt program to be sure she's a good fit. Just like all pets at the SPCA of Texas, Melina has been spayed, microchipped, and she's had all of her age-appropriate vaccines. She'll be waiting for her new forever family at the SPCA of Texas Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center. They're at 2400 Lone Star Drive, I-30 west of Hampton Road. The center is open for adoptions every day from noon until 6. Animals are available by walk-in on a first-come, first-served basis. Appointments are also available for select animals. They invite you to browse their available animals at spca.org slash findapet. That's where you would look up. spca.org slash dogadopt to inquire about a dog or spca.org slash catadopt to inquire about a cat. That's melina, spca.org slash 
find a pet. And I hope we can get Melina adopted. And I'm going to tell you, I've been hearing in the news, as you have too, that shelters are filled right now. I heard uh, a commentary uh, just a couple of days ago that one of the reasons the shelters are filled is because so many people are taking dogs back now that they're going back to their offices. They they had their dogs uh, while they were working at home during the pandemic, and suddenly the dogs don't fit in anymore into their lifestyle. The dog becomes expendable, and that's really tragic for the dog. And the shelters don't need more dogs. They need fewer dogs. Won't you please help? If you have room for a dog, you've been thinking about adopting a dog, summer's coming up, it's a good time to have a dog. It's always a good time to have a dog. I'm a dog guy. Uh, you need to you need to go to a shelter. And I'm here to encourage you to go to the SPCA of Texas shelters. They have one in West Dallas, the Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Shelter, and they also have an Ellis County shelter that they have assumed a partnership with. So that's the SPCA of Texas Pet of the Week, sponsored by Baylor Scott and White Health. This is the place where Lynn and I go, where our family goes for our health care, and we're mighty happy, mighty, mighty happy with the help that we get from Baylor Scott & White, enough so that my wife proudly serves on the Baylor Scott & White board of Baylor Scott & White uh, in uh, in McKinney, the hospital, since the ground was broken for that hospital. And now it's, gosh, what is it, 10 years old, something like that, just gets bigger and bigger and serves more and more people. Gardeners know how much work it takes to keep a garden happy and healthy, and I'd like to take some time now to talk about the great people at Baylor Scott & White who have kept us happy and healthy. They've had to work awfully hard at that. The healthcare workers who are out there on the front line, they've had the hardest job of all, and we owe each and every one of them a giant thank you. Think about that when you go into one of the Baylor healthcare facilities, Baylor Scott & White healthcare facilities, and you, you think back to the time when there were check-in lines and you had to have your temperature taken and, and uh, the six-foot separation and and then you went out and waited in the car and all the things that they had to do and they had to be there every day for us thank you for never settling for good enough thank you for never giving in baylor scott and white people frontline people thank you for going that extra 10 miles for us we have lots of ways we can show our our appreciation the simplest of them all is just to say thank you we can wear our masks still that's always a good idea when you go into one of the facilities and tell people how great they have been to help us all won't you join me in doing that for the baylor scott and white health frontline people let's do it one more time let's all join together and say thank you I'm Alan from Hewlin Ace Hardware. When you need reliable garden and plant help, come by and ask for Karen. We're Ace, the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil. All right, Alan. Okay, now here's the game plan now. I've, I got to speak to their 33 owners, 33 of the 40, a uh, couple weeks ago. Well, it wasn't a couple weeks ago. It was about 10 days ago at the giant 1 million square foot uh, warehouse in Wilmer. And I did a bunch of recordings, and all of the rejoinders you hear today are going to be new. You've never heard them before, and uh, that's what you're going to be hearing. Um, and, and so there was one of them, Alan. You've heard him before, but now you hear about uh, about other people, other stores, uh, as, uh, as Ace continues to expand. Thank you, Alan. First call up today is Eric in Dallas. Eric, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Neil, Eric, I bought my wife a lemon tree three years ago for Valentine's. We use a lot of fruit and cooking and, and cocktails. Um, had it inside this winter, got a chance to uh, fertilize it, and brought it outside and saw a first bloom last week. Um, but we didn't kind of get it inside in time, and the rain knocked off the bloom. Um, are we expecting fruit this year, and what can I do to ensure we get fruit going forward? Well, it has to, it has to have pollination when it blooms. Uh, normally they, normally they, they often will bloom in the, uh, during the winter time. And uh, so you have to have a means of getting them pollinated. Uh, do you see buds coming now? Flower buds? Uh, yeah, a couple, um, mostly in the sun, you know, part of the, the, uh, fruit, uh, and the All right. leaves. And well, getting just, some growth. just leave it out and, and they will be pollinated by, by bees, of course. And uh, that's how you're going to get the fruit to set. But uh, 
A lot of times they will try to bloom while they're indoors uh, if you have them in a sunroom or something. And, and at that time, it's a good idea if it's uh, uh, 50 or 55, 60 degrees and the bees are at least active to get it outside for a few hours or a day or two, depending on whether it's going to freeze or not. Not going to happen now, of course, but but if it's back in uh, February, for example. So that's... Yeah, we, we saw uh, that's, that. We just... We just didn't want to have bees in the house. But have your book. Didn't find it in there, so I thought I'd call this Saturday. And thank you for picking up. Have a great week. You betcha. You betcha. Appreciate the call. Um, hmm. All righty. Let's, uh, we will go to another call. Let me turn my speaker down on my laptop. I use my laptop for my call screen. And I just heard the ding that you heard. No need to do that. All right. Let me uh, tell you about the book that he just referenced. It has information on uh, on lemons. I guess uh, I would have assumed maybe too much there, uh, but anyway, you have to have uh, you have to have it out where the bees can get to it uh, while it's blooming, and uh, that way it will get pollinated. I have a very unexpected opportunity for you, and it's a way that you're going to save a lot of money if you buy the book right now. It has been selling probably. 10 times, 5 to 10 times as fast as it was prior to uh, this uh, happening. Um, I've been waiting, as you know, a long time for a, a, uh, it's many truckloads of paper to arrive at the printer in San Antonio. There was a, a uh, supply chain issue on paper, of all things, and so I've been hoarding the fifth printing of the book. Uh, fearful that I would run out and not have any to supply during the, the springtime. Well, I got a uh, an email about two weeks ago that said, the paper has arrived. We are able to put your book back on the presses and finish the book. And sometime in the next few days, I haven't checked. I just assume that it will go, and I'll find out when it's finished. The uh, book ha- will be sent to the uh, bindery, and it will take three or four weeks for it to be bound. Enough copies of it. It takes a long time. It's a 16-step process, I believe. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. I'll tell you about the book in just a second. But anyway, it, the sixth printing is uh, is underway and will be finished in a month or so. To make room for those in the warehouse, they asked me to take all remaining copies, which I have done. They are all in my possession now, and I need to make room in my storage area to uh, to take the sixth printing when they are available. I have cut the price on the fifth printing books that I have left to thirty two ninety five. If you would like to get get a copy of the book at an incredibly low price, this is your chance. You say, well, what do I get if I wait for the sixth printing? You get two different paragraphs, one page, two paragraphs on it uh, that talk about the fact that we had a really bad cold spell in February 2021, and it proved that the 1990 zone hardiness map is accurate. The map was already in the book. I said, I think you need to go with the 1990 map. And this just backed it all up. That's all. Everything. It's verbatim. 343 pages are exactly the same. That one page has just a reference to the cold. You already know about it. Uh, chapter 1 is the basics of gardening in Texas. Chapter 2 is that 48-page perpetual calendar of when to do everything. Chapters 3 through 11 cover trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. And uh, the book will be thirty-eight ninety-five on that sixth printing, but you can buy the fifth printing at thirty-two ninety-five as long as I have copies left, which won't be too long. So if you want to save that much, get a signed copy of a book that is not in stores and not on Amazon. Indeed, is only available from my office or by going to my website. This is your chance. Satisfaction is completely guaranteed or I'll refund every penny you spend on it. 75,000 copies sold so far and not one request for refund. The book is a hardback printed on that high-quality paper and printed in San Antonio, has 840 photographs and 344 pages. Here are the two ways to get it. Call Neil Sperry's uh, office, and that office number is 800-752-GROW. Call business hours weekdays, 800-752-4769. Better yet, order it at neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L. S-P-E-R-R-Y 
Com. Nobody will do you a better foundation repair job than Advanced Foundation Repair. Their estimates are absolutely free. Their work is very affordable. They invite you to give them a call. 214-333-0003. Their work is guaranteed for the lifetime of your house. Do what we did. Call Advanced Foundation Repair. On the web, it's foundationrepairs.com. 214-333-0003. Advanced Foundation Repair. Since 1983, the experts at WhizQ Stone have been a leader across the Metroplex turning landscape dreams into reality. With 22 acres, WhizQ Stone has the largest landscape selection in Texas, including natural stones such as flagstone, boulders, river rock, and more. To experience what WhizQ Stone can do, their large lifestyle display is certainly a place for inspiration. The skilled professionals at WhizQ Stone can help you have the outdoor living area you've always wanted. Check out their product page on their website at whiz-q.com. They can supply not only the hardscape, but the tools to do it yourself. From masonry supplies to landscape supplies to pond and water gardens, WhizQ Stone has what you need to build the lifestyle of your dreams. WhizQ Stone can deliver any product anywhere in the USA. Visit the experts at WhizQ at whiz-q.com or call 817-429-0822. WhizQ Stone. Leaders in hardscape and landscaping supplies, helping to build the lifestyle of your dreams. At Mueller, they believe in value. Their Value Plus buildings are pre-engineered. They feature an easy-to-assemble, bolt-together design. Mueller's durable roofing panels are hail-resistant. They come backed by a 30-year limited paint warranty. But you know, true value never stops. At just a quality product at a reasonable price, it shows in the service you receive, both during your purchase and in how a company stands behind their product after the sale. Mueller understands that buying a steel building or a metal roof for your home can be a lifetime decision, and Mueller will provide assurance before, during, and for decades after your purchase. At Mueller, you simply get more. You get more for your money, more confidence in their company, and that gives you more value. Call Mueller today, 877-2-MUELLER, 877-268-2-MUELLER. 3553 or visit them online at MuellerInc.com again M-U-E-L-L-E-R MuellerInc.com because Mueller means more. Hi, I'm Adil from Plano Ace Hardware. We're your source of those great steel products. Count on us for friendly service you can trust. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil. Thank you, Adil, very, very much. And we go back to the phone lines. Let's go to Tony and Capel. Tony, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Hey, Neil. Good afternoon to you, too. Um, my husband and I bought a blood good Japanese maple in June of 2020 and planted it, and it was beautiful with the red foliage. But um, last year, it was it came in, and it was all green leaves, and... Um, we thought maybe that was because of the hard freeze that we had had. Well, it's coming this year, and it's came, it's coming green as well. I was wondering if there's some type of fertilizer or what we need to do differently so that it can be red. <laughs> I have probably a dozen blood good maples in our yard. I always head out to the nursery to buy some other selection. In fact, I like the green uh, Acer palmatum, the original Japanese maple, and, and I never get back with it because what what you bought and what I end up buying, uh, that's my wife's favorite. She never goes out in the yard, but she loves looking out and seeing them. She's a wonderful Me wife. Too. And, yeah, wonderful wife and, and great school board member, but not a not a gardener. Um, but as a result, I've I've had probably 40, 40 years of experience with blood goods. I have never seen them do what you're describing, especially this time of year. I have a couple of ideas, and I'll run them past okay. you and we'll see. What size plant was it when you bought it? Um, it was probably about uh, two and a half, three foot tall. and okay. probably so it was in a three-gallon pot or a five-gallon pot? What size? Five-gallon, uh-huh, right. five-gallon. And did it die back at all during the, the time that you've had it? You mean die back as far as in the wintertime? The the trunk. Was there any, oh, were, were there any dead stems on it at some point that no. you might have pruned off? No. What I think you have, and, and you can you can tell very easily, 
uh, by looking at the trunk all the way down to the ground. Bloodgood is a grafted variety. Uh, all of the improved Japanese maples are. They're grafted onto a rootstock of, of Acer palmatum, the, the green Japanese maple. I think you have the rootstock. I think you're seeing not Bloodgood anymore, but the but what was what it was grafted onto. And that would explain why it would be green. I know of no other reason that it would be green, especially now. Uh, all all of the red-leafed Japanese maples tend to shade toward green in the summer. Bloodgood does less of that than any other variety, which is why it's so popular. It retains a lot of the reddish color in the summer. But I don't think you have Bloodgood there anymore. I think you have Acer palmatum, the, the regular just plain Japanese maple, which is a lovely tree, but it's not what you wanted. So no, because it's right outside my dining room window. Sure, I understand. <laughs> I, I think yeah. if you trace if you trace the, the, the trunk and that has the leaves down, I, I think you will find that it all looks the same. There is no obvious spot where it was grafted onto the onto the roots. Was it was red the first year, correct? Correct. All right. Um, tell you what I want you are you at home now? I am. All right, I want to put you on hold, and you go out and look, and we'll we'll take one other call, and I'll come back to you. Would that be okay? That'd be fine. I want you to go look, and and we're going to. I'm, I'll have my tiny garden tip at one thirty. I want you to go look and come back and tell me what you see as you go look down that trunk. See if you see any place where the wood of the trunk changes from one color to another or one texture to another, or if it is the same look all the way up and down. We're going to try to figure this out right now. So Mike will put you on hold, and you go out and look and come back, and and he'll keep checking on you. So we'll uh, we'll do our tiny garden tip, and we'll figure this thing out. Thanks much. All right, we'll be good. we'll okay. be back in touch with Tony and Capel. Let me go ahead and do this, Mike. We'll get into our tiny garden tip, and then we'll see how it how it goes. Uh, okay, uh, we'll do Wild Birds Unlimited right now. So, I uh, I love telling you about this in the hopes that you will uh, stop in at one of their stores and you will feel that enthusiasm when you go in the door. I ran into a friend of mine uh, in McKinney yesterday, and and I said, "Have you?" Uh, he was talking about uh, wild birds, and. Uh, feeding them. And I said, have you been to Wild Birds? No, I don't know about it. Where is it? And I described it. It was just south of uh, the Hallmark store, just south of Tom Thumb, Hardin, just uh, south of uh, El Dorado. Well, they're right here. I said, yes, they are. And uh, we, we live in McKinney. Now, that, that's one of the three stores. I'll give you the other stores in just a second that sponsor my program. He said, well, I need to go by. I said, yeah, you do. It's a great place. The other two stores that sponsor my broadcast are David's wonderful store in the Park Cities. He's been around a long time uh, selling great supplies and, and giving out free enthusiasm about birds, wild birds in your landscape. He's at 5715 West Lover's Lane next to Nicholson Hardy. Uh, nursery and garden center. That's just about a block west of the tollway. And then Ron's store, he's in a new location after 17 or 18 years. He has moved to 5708 Abrams Road, one block south of Northwest Highway. Those three stores sponsor my broadcast and my electronic newsletter. They just sponsor the birds. They're encouraging you to get your hummingbird feeders out and filled. They have the high-perch hummingbird feeders that do such a great job of of drawing the birds and are so easy to clean and, and are made better than any hummingbird feeder you have ever seen. Also, they have all the nesting bird feeds and seeds that you could ever want. And uh, they have everything that you need to feed and and provide for the birds around your home. You'll love Wild Birds Unlimited. You'll love the friendship you make and the, as I have said three times now, the enthusiasm that you feel the minute you walk in the door. For those store locations in Dallas and McKinney, please look them up at www.wbu.com slash DFW. Wild Birds Unlimited, bringing people and nature together and doing it with excellence. It's a non-stop news cycle. I'm going to take the border to them in Washington, D.C. It's nice the state of Texas is helping them get to their final destination. Russian forces. I can say war crimes because we see them. Frank James has been charged in Brooklyn. Elon Musk. Twitter. The de facto town square. He says he wants to buy it. Highest inflation since 1982. Russia's premier warship. 
sunk in the Black Sea. Full coverage at the top and bottom of every hour. This is Real News and Information 570 KLIF. All right. And finally, uh, the uh, electronic newsletter, Neil Spray's eGardens, comes from my computer directly to your email just a little after 6 p.m. on Thursdays, and it is free and always will be. I will never spam you. I don't give or sell your email address to anybody. We've been doing it 18 years. I've never had a complaint from anybody of that sort. And uh, I will tell you that uh, we have 80,000 subscribers to eGardens. We would love to have you included in that list. Now, I'm about to start something very new and exciting in eGardens. not going to tell you here on the air what it is, but if you are a subscriber or if you become a subscriber, you'll find out, and you'll find out this Thursday. Um, it has to do with the, uh, the question of the week. And also... Uh, we have uh, so I, we have a featured question of the week. We also have a featured plant of the week and gardening this weekend, where I point out the things you most need to get done in the ensuing three or four or five days. So those are three of the five features that we have in eGardens. And uh, this week we'll have a story by Stephen Chambly also. All of that and a whole lot more at Neil Sperry's eGardens. You can see what it looks like by uh, going to my website. That's where you sign up for it at neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Click on that eGardens tab. It's time now for a little bitty garden tip. I think you'll find it useful. How can you get the best bang for your buck when you go nursery shopping? I always recommend that folks choose container-grown plants. They'll always reestablish in their new homes more quickly than bald and burlap counterparts. Larger 3 and 5 and 10 and even 20-gallon plants will save you one to several years of waiting, and they'll make a more dramatic statement in their surroundings. However, not all plants in any one size of a container will be the same. Using dwarf yopons as an example, you may find 5-gallon plants that are smaller than 2-gallon plants at another nursery, so shop until you find exactly what you're looking for. As you are comparing sizes and prices, compare the plant's vigor as well. Don't buy any plant that appears to be weak and troubled, whether by neglect, by insects, or diseases. If the plants seem to be yellowed and in need of fertilizer, keep on shopping. Nurseries ought to know how to take care of their stock. I have more gardening tips for you each Thursday evening in eGardens, my free weekly electronic newsletter. Sign up at neilsperry.com. This uh, hour of this program, both hours of this program, sponsored by Ace Hardware. And I'm proud to tell you that I am proud of that affiliation. We went to uh, Ace yesterday and picked up four bags of fertilizer. And uh, this is their 2904 lawn fertilizer for all types of grass, 5,000 square foot coverage. Ace is a place with the helpful hardware folks. And uh, these bags are regular price at eighteen ninety nine. You save two dollars with your Ace Rewards card. You pay only sixteen ninety nine. Apply it any time during the growing season. It feeds your lawn in one easy step. It builds strong, deep roots to protect from drought and heat. It's formulated for quick greening controlled release feeding for up to eight weeks we actually bought a couple of extra bags at the regular price just because it's a great lawn fertilizer at a great price in the first place so there you go that's ace 2904 lawn fertilizer for all types of grass and you know what it'll do just a great job on your trees and shrubs even your flowers and vegetables folks that's exactly what you need to know so ace is the place and these are the people that can help you uh, with all of your needs not just uh, gardening if you have paint needs if you have houseware needs if you have plumbing whatever it is and certainly hardware Ace is the place where the owner and the people who work in the store are your neighbors. They're people you already know. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. When you wake up. The crisis at the border. When you work. Reopening our economy. When you drive home. This escalation of violence. What's happening right now. All day. Update your day at the top and bottom of each hour. Keep myself as updated as possible. On Real News and Information 570-KLIF. KLIF.com. I don't know what you were doing 26 and a half years ago, but I know what I was doing. I was checking out Advanced Foundation Repair. They had called. They said, we'd like to have you do ads for us. 
And I said, well, I appreciate that. I'd like to have some references. I'd like to check on them because I really don't know much about foundation repairs. And I did the checking. I called 15 people, 10 or 15, don't remember, uh, for whom they had done work. And they came back with all kinds of thumbs up, just saying they are great. They did a wonderful job. They were affordable. They said, in a couple of cases, we don't have problems. It's just a great list of referrals, references. And I went out on a couple of their jobs and saw what they did. And then subsequently, years later, we used their services. And I got to witness it all firsthand. Now, that's how I challenge my advertisers if I don't know what they're doing. I want to know. I want to feel good about what I tell you. And I have felt great about what I've told you about advanced foundation repair. If you don't have a problem, they'll tell you that. If you do have a problem, they'll show you exactly what it is, tell you exactly what they'll do, and they'll give you a very affordable price. Then they back up that work with a uh, with a guarantee that is good for the lifetime of your house and is transferable from owner to owner to owner. They were the first to offer that. They were the first, and then they they brought the rest of their industry in. They have earned the right to call themselves Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003, foundationrepairs.com. That's right, that's plural, foundationrepairs.com. It's Advanced Foundation Repair, 214-333-0003. Hello, I'm Sunny from Commerce Ace Hardware. Each Ace Hardware is independently owned by someone who cares about your community, someone who's there to answer your questions. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Sonny, very, very much from Commerce. All right, there you go. Now, let's go back to uh, Tony. Tony, to bring everybody up to speed, in Capel has a blood good Japanese maple that was planted in 2020. It's outside her uh, window. She wants uh, that uh, dark red coloration. Blood good holds it better than any other uh, of the uh, Japanese maples, at least in my experience. And uh, it worked fine in 2020. In 2021, all the leaves were green. So far this year, they came out green. And so I asked her to go out and take a look at the trunk to see if there's any chance that uh, this might have been a a grafted tree where the graft had died and and she's seeing sprouts coming up from below the bud union, the graft union, that would be from the rootstock from Acer palmatum. What did you find, Tony? Well, it's all the same color. There isn't any of that. Um, and one of the things that I did forget to mention to you, Neil, is when the leaves came out earlier, they came out red, and then they turned green. Okay. So were they the normal blood good red of intense, brilliant red? Um, they weren't brilliant red. They were probably more of a, a deep, deep red that, um, you know, that's, that's kind, of, kind of like maroon in a way. All right. Um, and were the, uh, when you say that they are green now and that they were green last year, are you talking about a clear, absolutely no red in them, green as grass green, or are you talking about a, a, a reddish green? Um, some of them are reddish green, and right. some of them are all the way green. Like some of the tips are red, but the rest of the leaf is green. All right. I don't know that I can help you without seeing the plant, Tony. Uh, okay. There, there, no, and I'll tell you why. Um, there are many, many, there are more than 300 uh, a variety. I have a book that uh, was written on the Japanese maples. I found it at Half Price Books, uh, and I thought, man, this is a gold mine. It was a, an $80 book. I got it at, I think, 20 or $30 uh, of all the Japanese maples, uh, of 300 of them. And so there are many, many, um, there are probably 20 of them that are, are cultivated and sold in nurseries fairly commonly. And Bloodgood is the only one that holds its color very well. Most of the purple-leafed ones turn reddish purple, and people would describe them as being green with a, a red cast. That may be what you have. It's possible you have a mislabeled plant that isn't truly Bloodgood. I think you probably need to to uh, uh, get another tree and plant it. Uh, If it's the same look up and down the trunk, 
uh, and you see no evidence of a different look to the trunk anywhere up and down, then this is probably a seedling or it's it's something else because uh, you should be very it, it should be very evident that that is where the graft was made right there you'll see a difference in the in the look of the trunk i have a blood good maple uh, that we look at every time we park and get out of our car it's right there for my wife to enjoy when she parks and gets out of her parking spot and at the at 15 feet from it right by an arbor that we have there is a seedling from it the Japanese maple, the blood good looks fabulous now, and the seedling is already turning its purplish green color for the summertime, and we're still in mid-April. I haven't taken it out. I should, I should rogue it out and throw it away. There are seedlings that will come up, but that's what I'm talking about. That's best I can do. It's one of those, oh. one or the other of what I've described. Okay, so if if I did take a picture of it and email it to you, could you kind of would you look at it for me? I will look at it. I don't have an email box. If you're if you're in eGardens, there will become a way that you could do that. Uh, if it's uh, if it's one of the ones that I select, I'm anticipate. I don't want to get into that. I want to do it in eGardens, not here. Uh, that's okay. the surprise that I'm saving for eGardens for this Thursday. Uh, my Facebook okay. page may or may not work. Facebook has mutilated my Facebook page. I didn't do it. They did. You're welcome to oh, post okay. it on Facebook, and I'll try to find it. But they don't post okay. them in chronological order. But try Facebook first. Okay, I will, and then yeah. I'll I'll wait until Thursday to yeah. announce your eGarden. Yeah, you'll see it okay. if you're a subscriber. You'll see it. All right, good deal. Thank okay. you. Thank you All so right. much to Mary Ellen and Mick. I'm sorry I took extra time on that, but I really wanted to try to help her with it. Uh, let me go to Mary Ellen right now. Mary Ellen, this is Neil. Thank you for being patient. How can I help you? Yes, thank you so much. Sure. Um, um, I am in Cedar Park, and I have two loquat trees. One was highly damaged by the cold last year, and it basically died back. But this year, there's a little sprout at the bottom, and I'm letting it grow, possibly, you know, considering that the root system would help it to produce a, a, a tree pretty quickly. The other tree has recovered, but along with its recovery, it put out uh, growth continuously up and down the trunk now then it does have good leaves on branches do i cut off the stress growth on the trunk and create more of a tree look or leave it like it is um i would what did what was the adjective you used to cut off the stressed growth on the trunk uh, no, I consider you know what when the when the tree was trying to become alive after all the cold, it grew leaves on the trunk as well as on the branch. So can I take those leaves off the trunk? Okay, so you have normal vigorous growth. you have normal vigorous growth that is coming uh, in a normal place on the tree, other than what's up and down the trunk. Right, right, on branches, yeah. yes. All right. The The reason I hesitated on that is um, uh, usually when a, when a tree starts producing, um, the word is adventitious buds. Okay. That means buds that you didn't expect to form where they are. Right, uh, okay. Any, any growth that forms where you don't expect it uh, is called adventitious uh, okay. growth. And when that happens, it usually means there's something very wrong with the rest of the tree. And when mm -hmm. you get adventitious uh, uh, new growth coming up and down the trunk of the tree, that usually indicates that the tree's in distress. So uh, I would be reluctant to take all of those off. Are okay. they more vigorous than the growth out on the branches? Quite honestly, yes. Mm -hmm. Then I, I think I probably would... would uh, I'd be more tempted to take some of the branches off and, and let them become your new uh, your new branches. I, oh. if, if it's if it's a year later and you don't have good vigorous growth on a loquat, that tree may be in in serious long term distress. Okay, all well, right. Help me also. Another reason I stalled on you. I was looking up Cedar okay. Park. Cedar Park <laughs> is where in relation to Austin. Oh, it's slightly north and west, just ever so slightly. We're right. just How, on the edge of Austin. Are you in the hill country or are you along no. Interstate 35? 
Yes, more, you know, just right next to Austin. Yeah. All right. Um, there was significant damage to Loquats even farther south than you are. And yes. I, I think I'd, I'd be tempted to trim the tree back okay. a good bit, encourage it to grow this spring, see mm-hmm. what happens, and be ready to replace it. Um, okay. Maybe this time next year, if you have to. I wouldn't. Generally, I, I recommend planting trees in October, not mm-hmm. with loquats because they're a little bit tender. Uh, you okay. never know what's going to happen in the winter time. I'd plant it in the spring, let it get established. Okay. If I could see that one, I, I might even say do it now. If if it just mm-hmm. doesn't look very vigorous, you're welcome okay. to, to try posting that one on my Facebook page. I had 12 years okay. of great work on Facebook. And now what happens, Mary Ellen, is when Facebook posts something, they post it out of chronological order. Your your post may go back a week with stuff, and I won't find it. Oh, and I see. It's very difficult for me to sort back through a week or two of people's oh, sure. posts and find things. Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. but you're welcome to post a photo of it, and I'll I'll do my okay. best to try to uh, find it and give you an answer on this one for this year. I'd like to well, do thank that. You. Yeah. Well, thank you so I'd much. Like now. Is it worth me being patient with the other tree that basically died completely back but now has a small growth at the root? Yeah, but look at this. This is what, 14 months after the cold. Yes. And this if it, true. you know, by comparison to crepe myrtles that froze to the ground, they, mm-hmm. we, we have a, what we call the world collection park of crepe myrtles that, that were frozen yes. to the ground and they're now uh-huh. 10 feet tall. We cut them oh, to the ground, and they have completely, they're almost as tall as they were before the freeze. Wow. And and, and with the eight or ten shoots where we had three before, we're having to thin out the mm-hmm. shoots. And that's so exactly that's, what I've been doing. I have yeah. uh, one, one of my crepe myrtles died back down to the ground, cut it off, been doing the method that you recommend. But uh-huh. mine's only about five feet tall at this point. Well, but it'll get it's there. coming back. Nitrogen coming and back. water, and, and it may be a, yes. a smaller variety. These are the big pink ones, that, that several oh, yes. tall pink varieties. But mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. but anyway, to my point, a, a loquat yes. ought to be growing faster than that. They're not fast, and they're not big plants, but they're faster than that. And okay. so I would be tempted to get a nice, healthy, vigorous one. You're far enough south that you have yes. reason to to think that it would uh, that it would be safe for many years to come. That one All was right. so that that cold spell was so atypical that yes. I would be if I lived where you are, I'd be growing a loquat. Also, I love loquats. I just have never yes. lived where I could get one through too many winters. Yes. All right. Well, thank you so much. You've been you are helpful. so kind to wait while I went through all that ordeal on the Japanese oh. maple, and I appreciate you. Thank oh, you. Oh, I understand. Oh, certainly. Sure. Thank you for your help. You betcha. Have a great day. Take care. Bye-bye. Okay, let's see. Let me see what the time is. Mick, stay with me one more time, and I'll help you with your peach tree. Folks, we have uh, two lines open right now at 888-787-KLIF, 888 Five five four three. I uh, sometimes the diagnostic calls take a little bit of time, and I try to give a, an accurate answer. And you really are a bit handicapped if you can't see something. Uh, so there we are. Let me tell you about Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. Now I want to describe the book, and then I'll give you the good news that you can save a ton of money on it right now for a short time. Uh, the book is eleven chapters. Chapter one is the basics of gardening in Texas. That deals with the hardiness zones and why I think we need to use the 1990 map, and that's part and parcel to why the book is on sale right now. Um, uh, uh, Also, the soil types of Texas and the rainfall types of Texas and all the things like that. Chapter 2 is a calendar, 48 pages, 4 pages per month, telling you when to plant, prune, fertilize, and spray all of the plants in your landscape and garden. And uh, that You'll never say again, when should I do this or that? It's all in there. So you turn the page from, uh, in a couple weeks, April to May, and you'll see what you need to finish up in April and then what I need to look forward to in May, for example. So that's, uh, that's, that's Chapter 2. People tell me that one alone pays for the book. Chapters 3 through 11 are extremely detailed chapters on trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, and fruit and vegetables. 
all of that information, 344 pages, 840 photos, a year of my life spent writing this book, a lifetime of my life spent learning what I put in this book, a hard copy book printed in Texas, not in China, all of that, hardback, all of that, for $32.95. It was $36.95. It will be $38.95 when the sixth printing rolls off the presses in a month or two. But it is $32.95 now because I need to roll out and, and sell out of the fifth printing of the book. All of that for $32.95. It will pay for itself within a few months. I guarantee that to you. I'll refund every penny if you're dissatisfied in any way with this book. I've said that from day one with this book, and I have not had one request for a refund. Out of all five printings, 75,000 copies, not one request for refund. It's not in stores and it's not on Amazon. Those people would have soaked up some of the, some additional money. I can sell it to you cheaper if I sell it from my garage to your mailbox. And that's what we do. Zeus the dog and I sign every copy. He doesn't do a lot of signing. He just sits at my feet. And uh, I sign every copy before we mail them. And uh, so this is the way you do it. You order it from my, my office by calling Monday through Friday business hours, 800-752-GROW, 800-752-4769. The better way, though, because you're thinking about it right now, is to order it from neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L. S-P-E-R-R-Y dot com. Severe storms in Texas pop up quickly with wind and hail that can damage your roof. Call Wortham Brothers Roofing at 972-562-5788. Schedule your free roof inspection or visit wbroofing.com. They've been in business more than 28 years. Wortham Brothers Roofing provides the highest quality workmanship materials and service. That's Wortham Brothers Roofing. 972-562-5788. WBRoofing.com. Hello, friends. This is Tommy Brummett, pastor of First United Methodist Church in downtown McKinney, inviting you to join us for Lent and Easter, in person and online. We have devotionals, Bible studies, service opportunities, and worship services. You can find those at our website at sharingtheheart.org. First United Methodist Church, where the love of God is proclaimed, and all are welcome. All right. Thank you very, very much, Tommy. Wonderful pastor. Thank you, sir. Let me tell you right now about Callaway's Nursery, the most beautiful plants for you this spring. You'll be sure to find what you need and so much more. Head into your neighborhood Callaway's Nursery today. Take in nature at its very best and discover the possibilities. Geraniums are an all-time favorite with blooms that will delight you. Callaway's offers you unmatched quality of these much-loved spring bloomers in big six-inch pots at all of their neighborhood locations. Regular price $9.99. Get them now for 20% off. With bold and beautiful geraniums from Callaway's, you can plant with confidence because of their 100% satisfaction guarantee on everything they sell. Their friendly Texas certified nursery professionals are there to answer any questions you may have. You can trust their expert gardening advice and tips. If you love plants, helping people, and spending time outside, you can become a part of this great team. Callaway's is now hiring at all of their locations, including their new store opening soon in Prosper. Stop by to apply and join their Texas-grown team today. Shop local at their community stores or order online for curbside pickup or delivery. Go to Callaways.com for more information and store hours. Open today until 6 p.m. They'll be closed on Easter Sunday so their team can spend time with their families. But they look forward to seeing you on Monday. That's Callaways Nursery. Life lived beautifully. It's Callaways.com. I'm Hillary from Jabo's Ace Roulette. We're your source of great Traeger products. Count on us for friendly service you can trust. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil. Thank you, Hillary, very much. Let's go to Mick and Glenn Rose. Mick, this is Neil. Thank you for waiting so patiently. How can I help you? Hi, Neil. Uh, I've got six peach trees that are probably 12, 15 years old. And we've got a lot of peaches over off of them the last several the last 10, 12 years, 
but like the year before last, part of the peaches didn't ever mature. They didn't ever get bigger than a ping pong ball. And then last year, about half the peaches only got half the peaches got ripe. The rest of them stayed green. All right. What variety? Uh, I, I planted them so long ago, I don't even remember. All right. Um, that probably is what the what the issue is. Um, are these trees that you follow tree by tree by tree so that you know that those trees had normal fruit other years earlier? Well, yes, sir. Uh, like like last year, there was two trees and about three trees that had about half the fruit on them. And the other half didn't didn't ever mature, and then like the other three trees, they didn't mature at all. All right. Um. Have they outlived their livelihood? Or? Well, that has nothing to do with it. If they're bearing fruit, it should mature. The only yeah. thing, some varieties are very slow to mature. The old variety Frank, for example, matures very late in the season. And I'm just wondering if uh, uh, if uh, you have a variety that is a very slow maturing variety. They'll, they'll, they'll stay like that until they shrivel up like a prune. All right. Um, are you thinning these fruit? in the spring after after the the fruit are marble sized are you thinning them no sir all right uh i don't i don't know what the problem would be that would be one thing that would would cross my mind would be that they are not filling out properly not developing properly uh are you on a fruit spray program for them are there any challenges with uh, with worms in them any any uh, uh other challenges that you've seen uh, my biggest challenge is mockingbirds. Right, but you're not seeing any internal uh, no, uh, problems. No, 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 sir. But the trees are on their own. They don't. They don't get sprayed or anything. Well, are you pruning them in the winter each year? Yeah, yeah every year. All right. Um, it would help to know what the variety is because there are some varieties of peaches that are very, very slow to mature, um, uh, to, to ripen. That's the only thing I can think of. I, I don't have a better answer. What I would suggest, and this is this is not going to help at all for this year, and I, all I can do is apologize. I'll see what I can find during the newscast that's coming up right now. Uh, if you'll if you'll listen uh, during the after the newscast, I'll see what I can find. The okay. only only thing I can suggest is on my sister program on WBAP, the same day as the Super Bowl each year. I have Dr. George Ray McEachern on. Uh, fruit and pecans are his specialty. He's retired now from A and M, but for forty years we've dedicated that day totally to fruit and pecans. And you, you would be welcome to call George Ray and ask him. Let me see what I can find online, however, right now. I'll see what I can do.